Uh, welcome to the Jaywalk Podcast. Uh, before I get started, um, this uh, episode is being sponsored by Off the Top. If you go off the top, you're going to look good. Go to Phil or uh, David, and uh, they'll get you right. That's off the top. You're going to like how you look when you leave. Um, also, if you have an event or for the, this is for the, the women, if you have an event or, you know, you're trying to look good, um, go see my, 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 my homegirl, Takaya Moore, and she'll get you right. She'll make you look like a movie star. I've seen her work. She's pretty good. She's really, really, really good. And we make it snow on 52nd and O. I nicknamed it Black O Street because there's a barbershop there and Snow Rush, known both by black, young, uh, successful black men. So go to Black O Street because we make it snow on 52nd and O Street. We're doing a promotion for Halloween. If For the kids, when you go in there, um, you, you're going to love it. But you might want to hurry up because it's starting to get a little cooler and we're going to close down for the season. Oh, okay. With all that being said, um, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the midterms and how important they are this year. These are probably the most important midterms in U.S. history. And it's because uh, we got a lot of fascists. Um, we got the Republican Party trying to get the House and the Senate. And... This might be the end of democracy as we know it here in the United States because you see they're willing to lie, cheat, and steal just to keep power. They don't care. You see they're still they're still supporting Herschel Walker, even though you know his girlfriend's got abortions and they're supposed to be they're supposed to be the party of pro life. Yeah, they're that's saying they're pro life, but oh you know, but they don't care. They're playing dirty. They're going to do whatever they can to get power back. And if they get power back, they're going to do whatever they can not to give it back. Yeah, it's that's how low down, crooked they are. It's just, I mean, politics has always been a crooked career, but this year is just that much more important because it, these these nut jobs they got they got extremists and nut jobs on the red side of the spectrum the political scale so you know you know I know about Marjorie Green Taylor you know she's a nut you got Lauren Bobit from Colorado she's a nut um you got Rob Johnson he's another nut Lindsey Graham he's just a, a racist uh coward spineless bastard uh you got Uncle Tom Scott um and you you got a let me see. Uncle Clarence Thomas. Yeah, Uncle Clarence Thomas. Nah. Calling him a Thomas too. Nah, that's too that that that's too good for him. But anyways, um that's how important midterms are. This is the most important midterm election in history. Because like I said, the Republicans don't want to play fair. That's why they're trying to suppress votes, trying to make all these rules. To, you know, so they can gain advantages. They don't want to change their policy, make better policies to get more votes. Nah, they want to cheat. And um, like I said, I used to be a part of that party myself. But after 2014, well, I seen where the party was heading. I was like, never again. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm cool. But um, we definitely got 
you get out there and vote. This is very, very important for Arizona and Texas um, because they got two dumbass governors. Um, if Mitch McConnell becomes majority leader again in the Senate, um, nothing's going to get done. Nothing is going to get done. He wants to keep everything the same. Like he's a true conservative. He wants to keep everything the same. I mean, he like keep minimum wage at seven twenty five. Like like Republicans, they have no plan. All their 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 goal is just to obstruct anything the Democrats are trying to do. That's it. Because if Republicans get into those high positions where they can overturn elections, even though, you know, the other candidate got the most votes, then our democracy is in real great danger. Then we could seriously be thinking about civil war or whatever. But it won't be a civil war. It would be a proxy war. A proxy war is when you have a whole bunch of wars rolled up into one. So, for example, you might have, let's see, you got the north side of town, the east side of town, the west side of town, and the... um. I say west side, the east side, the north side, and the south side. Now, all four sides of town, that's a proxy war, and they're fighting against each other. So, south is fighting east, south is fighting west, south is fighting north. And north is fighting south, and vice versa, and so on and so on. So, that's what the next war is going to be internally in the United States. It's not going to be a civil war. It's going to be a proxy war. And it's not going to be a war of race or a certain amount of people. It's going to be a war of ideas. So it's going to be, if we think like me, you're going to roll with me. And you know how many, you know, thoughts of, uh, there's so many thoughts and different, you know, political ideas in this country that it's going to be a lot of people warned. But having said all that, that's why it's more important that you guys have to get out to that midterm election. Yes, your vote does count. Yes, I know being black, nothing changes no matter who we have in office. I understand that. But one thing we can avoid is to making things worse. And in 2016, you know, the reason why uh, that Agent Orange got um, put into office is because we didn't go out there and vote because we had eight years of Obama. And um, we thought that was the end of the fight. So and when uh, Agent Orange became president. What happened was that was white lash from the eight years for having a black man in the White House. A, a black man should be telling us what to do. How did we let that happen? How did we let a black man run this country? We can't have that anymore. So we don't care who the next guy is, as long as he's white. It doesn't matter how dumb he is, how unintelligent he is, how big of a narcissist he is, how he doesn't know what he's doing. But as long as he's white, we'll be okay. And this is how we got the QAnon and um, other things. Um, like poor from poor whites. All across the country. And a lot of these poor whites don't understand is this, they call themselves Republican and conservatives, but they don't. All they're doing is voting against their own interest. 
but they are willing to vote against their own interests just to make sure we don't get nothing. And when I say we, I'm talking about gay people. When I say we, I'm talking about black people. When I say we, I'm talking about Hispanics or Latinx, Asian and Middle Eastern and Arab and so on and so on. So, yeah, it's pretty sickening when you think about it. They're willing to hurt themselves just to make sure we don't get anything. So, I digress though. So that's why we have to make sure we get to those polls this year. This is the most important midterm election in history. This is way more important than the presidential race in 2020. So let's pull out the Republican playbook. This is how I see how this is going to go. So anyone, when they lose, is going to be voter fraud. It's going to be voter fraud. That's what I'm saying. So they're willing to break a very fragile democracy just because they didn't win. And I'm pretty sure that 99.9% of us love our children. And I don't think we want to raise children in a war-torn country. I've seen it. I studied it. I researched it. And it's a horrible way for kids to be raised, even though we're in America and we are, you know, in the hood, there is a lot of wars. But I'm talking about, like, political wars is what I'm talking about. And if we don't... Man, I mean, I'm not scared per se, but it's just a scary time if Republicans get the House and the Senate. Because, you know, Joe Biden is not going to get anything done. They're not going to work with him. I mean, for crying out loud, they're talking about impeaching him over nothing. Yes, they're going to trying to impeach him over nothing. Yes, the Republican Party... These people are so willing to to do anything to keep their power that they're worshiping a demigod. Anything Agent Orange says, they're going to do it, at least most of them. Now you have two, Adam Kissinger and Liz Cheney. I like them both. Those are the kind of Republicans I was. Um, They are... You know, they're they are the true sense of you know of politicians. They they take their oath to the uh to the constitution very seriously. And they know where this rabbit hole the Republican Party is going. They know they know that this country is going to hell and gasoline draws. Which brings me to um, the uh, January 6th commission with, with, with them subpoenaing Donald Trump. Now, the question is, will he do it or will he not do it? And if he does not do it, he they need to treat him because he's a private citizen now. He needs to be treated the same way Bannon got treated because he just got sentenced to four months in jail for a contempt of, you know, Congress. Same thing as goes for Trump. Same exact thing. He's a private citizen now and he is not above the law. But, you know, I mean, 
I mean, I, I would feel like I'm above the law, too, if, you know, they never do anything. See, this is why I don't like Democrats. Because all they do now, they don't fight. All they do is just talk a good game. Not only do they don't they fall through with their promises as an election, but that's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like Democrats don't fight. They 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 don't. Right now it's two weeks before midterms, and you would think they'd be hooting and hollering about the you know Roe v. Wade, um, hooting and hollering about the accomplishments that they have done the past two years. Talking about what can be done, you know, what we're going to do better in the future. And while you have Republicans and conservatives over here fighting over culture wars about CRT, which which I'm not even going to go there. um, About Demma being a lesbian, um, you know, everybody else being woke, which they, they don't. That's not, you know, which is very starting to become a little racist because, you know, Anything that we that 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 black people that we uh coin or or uh, like like the woke term, they gotta take that word and flip it and make it seem evil and use all uh, use this fear mongering, you know, around the country because this book "Fight Fear" by Roland Martin, um, he's one of the, he's one of the smartest men I've ever seen in my life is Roland Martin. Um, y'all need to read that book. You need to read that book. Um, and what this whole white fear thing is, this replacement theory. People from out the United States are coming here to replace people that are here in the United States. Because the white race is shrinking in the United States. Uh, Hispanics are getting a lot more bigger. Um, they're about to probably be the majority in the United States in, in about 10, 15 years. Um, and so they're using this fear mongering of, oh, you know, pretty soon white people are going to be the minority. So they got to make up a whole bunch of stuff. They're afraid if when we become the majority, will they get treated the same way they treated us? Yeah, that's just a sign of guilt. Yeah, they can they can dish it, but they can't take it. For the past 400, 500 years in this country, it's close to 600 years, they, 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 can, they can dish oppression, but they sure don't want to take it. <laughs> it the irony in that, right? But, but I digress. That's why it's very important that you guys get out and vote in these midterms. Um, and I'm going to give you a little guide to um, not who to vote for, because you better vote for whoever you want to. But... What you got to do if you want to see change in your community, if you want to see change in your city um, or your state. And then that's how we get to the country. Politics start from the bottom up, not the top down. And what I mean by that is people are wondering why Donald Trump got voted in 2016. It's because most people only vote during the presidential you know, election years. Presidential election years, that's when people vote. And the president's not going to save your city. You got to vote for the city council. You got to vote for your, you know, your state senators, your representatives. You got to vote for your school boards. Yeah, like the little grassroots stuff. You got to, that's how you, 
That's how you make change. But it starts from the bottom up. You can't expect Joe Biden or, or any other president to be able to do all he can do for anybody. The country's too big. So locally, you need to get involved locally, go to your school board meetings and so on and so on. So you're, you know, we're able to make like some real changes. Um, also, in our own black community, man, we need to keep the, uh, the dollar black. We need to make sure that like the Asian and the Mexican community, like it goes like 10 to 16 times over before it leads the community. That's what we need to start doing as black people. Like, we're, we're too intelligent. We come from people that built the pyramids. And, you know, slavery, I mean, it really did a number on us, man. Some, it's tra traumatic as slavery. It, it did really a number on us. But as people, we can do this. But like the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says, you know, there are things that we need to stop asking for and we need to do them ourselves. As far as teaching our children, making our own grocery stores, starting banks, um, cleaning up our communities. Oh, there's a lot we could do. Things that we can do for ourselves, so we don't need to ask them no more. And when we did that in Tulsa, you see they came down and burnt down the damn city. But this ain't 1921 no more, and it ain't going down, homie. We all feel that way. It ain't going down. It's a new day. So we have to start doing things for ourselves. We got to start supporting each other. Like my podcast. It'd be nice if y'all just gave me 99 cents a month so I can continue to make these episodes. Because I pretty much foot the bill out of my own pocket. And um, so, you know, if you, if you want to donate 99 cents, $5, $10 a month to help me do my podcast, would be greatly appreciated. Um, I, I do this for us, man. I do this for us to have a voice. Um, I do this for us. And, um, I want to definitely, definitely make sure that we get the message of why, why it's so important for us to vote this year. Um, and if you don't vote and something good happens from, you know, when you don't vote, you're getting the benefit for something that you didn't even participate in. We had enough of that in this country. Um, so midterms, we really, 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 really need to um, go out there. I mean, Georgia's showing out right now, uh, the early voting, and so is Arizona. So I I'm, I'm, I'm proud that, you know, people are going out to vote. Um, and you're about to hear in the next couple of weeks, you're about to hear a lot of things about, um, crime and inflation. Joe Biden has nothing to do with inflation, but they're going to make us like the boogeyman when it comes to inflation. Um, crime, they're going to start saying, you know, you're about to hear fund the police more pretty soon from the Republican side, which doesn't do anything. Crime is a, uh. Crime is about opportunities. That's how you get down crime is you offer more opportunities. Getting more police and you can have a million police in one city and you're still going to have crime. So 
you're definitely about to hear a lot more of that. This fear mongering. Oh my God, crime is a crime wave and everything else. Yeah, it's a crime wave because look at how much everything else costs. We got to survive too. Everybody has to survive. So if you can't afford something, <laughs> eventually you're going to have to take it. Because you have to survive. This little thing I put in my live podcast, excuse me, about um, Piranha Waters. Where you see how they, how they attack food like that. That's what's about to happen in the United States. People are about to start taking things because the American dream is a lie. The American dream is a lie. They want you to believe you pull, pull your bootstraps on or whatever the hell they say. And you work really, really hard. You can get the American dream. No. No. The exceptions will. But the exceptions, all they do is make the rule more true. So, we definitely need to um, make sure that we go out and, and, and vote and, and try to keep this democracy going. Because like I said, when the Republicans get power again, they ain't trying to let it go. And when they do get in power, they're going to make so many rules to make it damn near impossible that they ever lose again. Because this white fear is that they're losing their country. They're losing their country. That's how they feel. Yeah. Um, you about to start hearing a lot, a lot more about immigration coming up in the next couple of weeks. And little do they know is if we don't have immigration, Who's going to do these jobs, especially when it comes to agriculture and, um, you know, if illegal immigrants left this country, the economy will collapse. They're not coming, taking jobs from us. That is not, you know, they're, what they're doing is they're doing the jobs that we don't want to do. That's it. They're doing the jobs that we want to do. They're not coming to replace anybody. No one told white people to stop having babies. So they're going to start doing this white fear mongering in the next couple of weeks. So expect to see it. Me personally, the more the merrier. The more Hispanics and, you know, Latin people that come to this country, the more the merrier. I welcome them. This is a country that me and my ancestors built. Yes, our ancestors built this. It's not their country. It's our country. And when I say our, I'm talking about all of us that live here. It's our country. So, beginning back to what I was saying, though, about crime. When you invest into community and you invest in people, it's the saying I just made up, you invest to get your best. And when you invest in people as opposed to businesses, you get more out of your investment. People, when, 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 when you believe in people, 
and they feel and they and they feel that you genuine genuinely believe in them, they are going to work miracles for you. And that's how we need to approach crime. And listen, they can. There are going to be some people that 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 ignorantly say, "Yeah, you know, I enjoy doing crime. I love doing this. No one enjoys doing crime." And it's not because that they fear jail or anything like that. It's just no one wants no one wants to get up and live a life of crime because it's too exhausting. You gotta watch for police. You gotta watch for other criminals. You gotta watch your back and so on and so on. It's just too exhausting. No one wants to be a criminal. I don't care what they say. No one wants to be. So we need to. In these poor neighborhoods, and, and you know, in, in poor white neighborhoods too, they need to invest more money. Um, we need we need to the new green deal is actually a really good. See, they're trying to make Republicans are going. They try to make you know saving our planet political. Saving your planet should never be political. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be political. You should want to save your planet is because the next closest one is billions of miles away and there's not a, a, a vehicle or spaceship that can get us all there. And if it was, you know the poor people ain't going. So we, especially with people of color, we, we, we can't be our own worst enemy right now. We need to unify, make some demands, write a list of our demands, and tell whoever we vote for, if you you got to do this, 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 and this, and then we'll vote for you. And let's just happen to say they get elected and they don't do this, this, and this. Then... You did not do, it's like a report card. It's like a test. Okay, you did this, you didn't do this. You did this, you didn't do this. You did that, you didn't do this. You look over it, and then you decide, okay, is this an A, B, C, or D? And if it's anything or C or below, I'm talking about, excuse me, a C plus and below. We're going to vote for somebody else. Yes, we're going to vote for somebody else. We need somebody in there that, that, that really wants to do our plight, that really wants to help us. And we got to do that locally. Locally, we need to do that. That's what my platform is going to be about for the next two weeks. We need to come together, make a strategy, and see who, I mean, none of us really, because it's politics, none of them really have our best interests at heart. So you're pretty much, for lack of a better term, is picking the less, lesser of two evils. Yeah. That's how bad politics got. It, it, it comes down to picking the lesser of two evils. And I know it's sad too. But that, it just is what it is. So I talked about crime. I talked about immigration. Um, inflation. Um, 
like I said, they're going to make it seem like this is Joe Biden's fault. But it's not his fault. He can't control it. Actually, it's from all the bad decisions Trump made in his term. Yes, because that's how it works. Um, all the all the tariffs and everything else that he did, which was just dumb decision. Remember, he's not a genius by any stretch of the imagination. He has so many failures that you know that I expected this when he was in the White House. He he's a, he's supposed to be a great con man. He's not been good at it. I mean, he, everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. But he, you know. When you're a narcissist, he he just thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. So, but I digress though. It's going to be difficult because of Joe Biden's low ratings that he had for the most part of his presidency. But he has, and I don't even like Joe Biden. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like Joe Biden. But you got to give credit where credit's due. He has got some things passed that were pretty amazing. Um, pretty amazing things he got passed um, that are working. And the things that are working, the Republicans are taking credit for it, even though they voted against it. So politically, they'll say, no, I vote no on it. But they know it's going to pass and they reap the rewards from it. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're reaping awards the from something they voted against. See, it's a win-win for them. So, um, but once again, I digress. So, we got to, so, Joe Biden has, uh, he's had a good year. He has had a good year. I mean, much as I don't like him, he has done some things that were pretty amazing. I, that that pretty much rival uh, Obama's accomplishments. Um, so, with inflation, inflation is usually caused by corporate profits. Yes, I said it. Corporate profits. So it's basically because CEOs and, and the big wigs on top of companies, they want to make more money. That's where that's where most of your inflation comes. Yeah. Not about supply chain. It's not about demand. It's about corporate profits. Yeah. So corporate profits and these big wigs are basically making billions of other people's misery other people's not knowing that they can pay their rent or put food on the table or 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 pay their energy bills as far as electricity and gas and so on and so on yeah so people are going to struggle with all that especially this winter just because of corporate greed well i mean why would it bother them they got their money you struggling they you struggling, they, they 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 can give a fuck less about you struggling. Yeah. They're the reasons why we can't get universal health care. They're the reasons why you can't get universal daycare. They're the reason why you can't get time paid leave off. You're the reason why 
that you can't get a higher minimum wage. The federal minimum wage is still seven twenty-five. If I gave you guys seven dollars and twenty-five cents, what do you think you would do with it? That's barely a gallon of gas. Yeah, think about that. And I guarantee there is somebody in this in this country that's actually paying seven twenty-five because they can. And they will. And this is when your government is supposed to step in and say, hey, these guys need to, you know, you need to pay your employees more. But Republicans, what they're saying is if we raise wages, people will hire less. And that's the, the biggest lie in the history of the Republican lies. No, they're what they're doing is Republicans, they want to keep sure that they keep the corporations filthy rich so when they bribe them <laughs> they can be filthy rich it's like joe mentioned in um cinema well i think cinema is really pretty but that they're they're uh, corporate democrats and they they're pretty much they're pretty much democrats in name only they're pretty much Republicans wearing a Democrat's uh, mask. That's what they are. So, um, so basically, in the Senate, you pretty got 52, 52 Republicans and only 48 Democrats. Excuse me, 49 Democrats. Kamala Harris is a, is a you know, the vice president, she's a Democrat. So you're going to start hearing more about inflation. And I'm trying to tell you, if you think inflation is bad now, wait till the Republicans get into office because they they have no agenda. And they, they, they obviously over the past, what, 20 years, they know that. I mean, they just they just do a horrible job with the economy. I mean, Bill Clinton left the um left you know left the presidency and they and the united states had a surplus they had extra money it all wiped out when bush comes yeah i mean you say what you want about bill clinton he was a damn good president so basically I know this this podcast is getting a little long, but basically, man, this is a um, I don't want to say a warning, but disclaimer about how things can get a lot worse if the Republicans come and take the House and the Senate, because if they do that, Joe Biden's obsolete. Is he's obsolete? He's just pretty much going to be a figurehead. That's it. Um, but there's one thing that the Republicans, Marjorie Taylor Greene, which I wish I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with her. I'm actually, I'm actually agreeing with this nut. I mean, she is one of the dumbest people. Like I said, she put the E in ignorant. But the one thing I do agree with her is, like she said, we're sending billions over there to Ukraine and... People are struggling over here. 
there are tent cities popping up in every major city and not just Republicans, but Democrats act like they can't see them. Newsom is the governor of California and um, the homeless rate is rising and the fastest demographic of that are women. So the country's a mess. We're divided and everything else. And the only thing, the only way to get out of it and make it somewhat bearable, because we just don't want to, we're, we're not going to make it better because like I said, the Republicans are just not going to let, let it happen, but we just don't want to make it, you know, any worse. That's pretty much what this election is about. Because like I said, if you think it's bad now, if they get into it, oh man. I mean, you see how bad it got after they, you know, Roe v. Wade got overturned. You see that they're they're already trying to fight the student loan forgiveness program that Biden's putting out there. You know how many white people? I mean, it's, it, yeah, I mean, I hate to paint the race card again, but that's very racial because it's going to help a lot of people of color. That's through one forgiveness, but it's also going to help a lot of white people. They don't understand how big that is. It's going to help a lot of white people. Man, I told you, this is the same party that was going to cut 2 million families off of food stamps. And the only reason why, and I told you the reason why they thought it, because they thinking it's going to be a lot of people of color. That's why they did it. Had they done that, they would have affected a lot of white people and it would have hurt them politically. So, the only thing that 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 um that stopped them from cutting them food stamps was the pandemic. Now, I would love to talk about reparations and everything else up like that, but I, I I'm not going to do that until. We get after midterms. We need to focus on at least keeping the Senate or in the House preferably because it balances out. Because if the Democrats gain the Senate and the Republicans uh, get the House, it doesn't really matter. Because Republicans, are, <laughs> anything the Senate passes, they're going to block. If the, if the Democrats keep the House and the Republicans gain the Senate, Nothing's going to get done because the Republican Senate, <laughs> they're not letting anything, nothing's getting through. Nothing is. So, if you listen to me, please go out and vote. I don't care even if it's Republican. It's just your right to go out and vote. And yes, politics do affect your life. And like I said, it's not going to get better because they're not going to let it get better. But we just don't want to make it worse. And it's a very grim um, situation, to say the least. But that's what that's what it is. It is what it is. We just don't want to make it worse. That's why you need to go out and vote. Yes, I'll say that again. That's why you need to go out and vote. 
But before I go, um, I really want people to stay away from fentanyl. Um, their parents are starting to put it in everything. And uh, I lost somebody really close to me because of fentanyl. And I don't want, I don't want to lose nobody else to that. Um, you, you can't see it. You can't smell it. You can't taste it. It's, it's very hard to detect unless you're looking for it. And I don't want to see any of y'all that particularly y'all, if y'all listen to me, get hurt or anything else, man. Um, please be careful. I know Halloween's coming up and they could put it on candy out here and that type stuff. It's just, it's just scary. That's scarier than any horror movie right there, man. And I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do another memoriam podcast on somebody I love. Okay. Um, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be focusing on my podcast about midterms and I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I was just trying to tell you the, the, the Republican, Republican agenda. And the Democrats, I mean, like I said, they just, boy, if this was a football game, they could be about to score a touchdown and then fumble right at the goal line and still lose the game. That's how Democrats are. They just can't do a damn thing right, man. They just can't. It's it's just they're just inept to do anything right to Democrats. Yeah, it's just whew. that's a podcast for another day. Um, so guys, remember number one, go out and do your constitutional right to vote. And if you don't vote, do not complain. And three, if you do, if you don't vote, you should not be able to reap any of the benefits for all the other millions of people that did vote. So I'm going to end the podcast on that note. Thank y'all for listening to me. Remember, go to 52nd and oh, we make it snow to Kaya Moore. And off the top, I love you, Phil. Um, just end it like that, man. Uh, I know it's, there's a lot in this podcast, man, but um, there's gonna be a couple of more in the coming to uh, in the coming weeks for uh, because of uh, the midterm. So, um, be good to yourself and be better to each other. Your boy Jay Walker's out. Oh, also, this episode is um. Dedicated to my cousin Shara, uh, love her to death. She showed, uh, she saved me from able to keep me doing, to keep me in order to keep me making uh, more podcasts. But this this episode is definitely, definitely, definitely dedicated to her. I want to thank her for doing that for me. Um, that's what we need to do more of. Black people be there and support each other, um, help each other, communicate with each other. And not always be at each other's neck and throat. And we got to have some kind of trust. 
uh, to move forward. The only way we're going to make it through these rough times is you're going to have to start trusting somebody. You're going to, you're going to, I mean, there's no way around it. You're going to have to start trusting each other. But, um, but that's what I want to know. I, I love you, cousin Shara. Thank you once again. And, and, um, I'll see you soon.